were the one who told me don't look back when I was younger. Made the sun shine through and change my world from black. Give me that hunger. Welcome to the Strange Brew Podcast. My name's Jason Barnard and that was The Zombies and their new track, Chasing the Past, 
from their forthcoming new album, Still Got That Hunger. And I've got the huge honour of having Colin Blunstone um, with me. Over the next hour, I'll be listening to Colin talking about that wonderful new record and his career. So let's listen to selections of my recent interview with Colin. Pleasure to talk to you. Obviously, you've got the uh, new album out. There was a track off it, uh, Chasing the Past, that was played on Six Music, and it really got that Odyssey and Oracle feel, but there was a real sort of buzz on social media, on the internet, on that track. Oh, that's excellent, yes. I remember doing the show, and uh, everyone did seem to be very enthusiastic when they heard that track. And it, actually, it's one of my favourite tracks on the album. It, it's uh, There will be, you know, a certain link to Odyssey and Oracle in that the principal writer from The Zombies, uh, the original Zombies, Rod Argent, wrote this song, and, and I was the lead singer with, with The Zombies, and I'm lead singer on this track. So... I think there will be resonances of the original zombies in whatever we do. Yeah, and there's a there's another track that's been played in advance of the album, and that's Moving On, which is a sort of more bluesy track. Yeah, that's certainly been played more in America. Again, it's a favourite song of mine. We Actually, that's the first song we played live in concert from the album, and it's gone down incredibly well, uh, Moving On. It's, it's a very exciting song to sing. You know, it works very well live. I'm moving on Like a ship sailing wind blown Who can say Where the rainbow may be found Take my chance And I'll sail to tomorrow April moon Can you tell me Say where the 
won't shine from the strife. What doesn't kill me will fill me with light. And I'm moving on to my dreams of tomorrow. Thrilled to be wherever my soul may be bound. Who can tell where the journey? over 50 years since she's not there i guess for me one of the things that means that that track doesn't date is the more sort of sophisticated edge that the zombies brought to that the sort of jazz and classical influences is that something you recognize well i do honestly think that some of the zombies repertoire does have a timeless feel about it and in particular she's not there and i i know that because it's still being played all the time on radio all around the world and last year chanel chose it for a worldwide um, commercial uh, featuring Kira Knightley. And it is interesting that of all the songs they can choose, they choose the zombies playing She's Not There, which was recorded, as you rightly said, over 50 years ago. And I think that kind of proves that it is a timeless piece. Well, no one told me She lied Well no one told me about her How many people cried But it's too late to say you're sorry How would I know? Why should I care? Please don't bother trying to find her She's not there Well let me tell you about the way she looked The way she had to
she had dead the color of her hair Her voice was soft and cool, her eyes were clear and bright But she's not there your second hit, Tell Her No, was uh, only a minor hit in the UK, but you were, you know, that was a big hit over in the States. I've literally this past week interviewed Mike Pender of The Searchers, and I understand you toured with The Searchers when you were, went over to the States. Oh, yeah, we did. And in fact, we toured with them on a couple of big tours in the UK as well. I think that um, probably the reason that we toured with them so much is we both had the same manager and agent and he often would pair his artists up when when they were touring and of course the searches were a huge band and a very very good band live so it was a pleasure for us to tour with them and we really really you know enjoyed all the fun backstage and and enjoyed watching them play And if she should tell you, come closer And if she tempts you with her charms Tell her no, 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 no down to Shepherd's Bush for the um, Odyssey and Oracle live shows um, in 2008 and it was fantastic to see Al Cooper there. Um, he mentioned at the time that he had a, a pivotal role to play in, in reactivating time of the season and you know, helping it to be a massive hit. He absolutely did. When we finished recording Odyssey and Oracle, the American part of CBS weren't even going to release the record. But at that time, Al Cooper was a producer working at CBS and he'd been to England and bought his own copy of Odyssey and Oracle in a record shop. Absolutely loved it. And he went to Clive Davis, who was the head of CBS, and said, we must release this album. He didn't know that CBS already owned the album. Clive Davis said, yeah, well, we already own it, but I don't think they were going to release it. But it's because of the pressure that Al Cooper brought to bear on Clive Davis and CBS that the album was even released 
later on, there was a single taken from the album called Time of the Season, which went to number one in Cashbox and number two in Billboard. But Time of the Season was never a hit in the UK. It's very strange how different songs can be big hits in different countries. And it took a long time for Odyssey and Oracle to get any, any kind of recognition in this country. But gradually, you know, may even have been 10 years after it was released, it started to sell in substantial numbers. And it still sells incredibly well now, far more than it ever did when it was first released nearly 50 years ago. It's the time of the season When when love runs high In this time, give it to me easy And let me try with pleasured hands To take you in the sun To promised lands To show you everyone What's your name? Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? He rich. Is he rich like me? Has he taken us any time? To show you what you need to live. Tell it to me slowly. Tell you why I really want to know.
you know, there's so many highlights for, from that album, including uh, Care of Self 44 and Friends of Mine, tracks like that. They're just wonderful songs. I didn't write any of the songs on there, although I sang most of them. Mm. But I think there are some exceptional songs on there. And Care of Self 44 is a particular favourite of mine. I think musically it's very clever, but lyrically it's just inspired. You know, a, it's really a, like a, a love song between a guy who's waiting for his girlfriend to come out of prison and, and that girl. And uh, I don't think anyone's ever written a song like that before, and especially because it's, because it's quite a sad tale. It's so unusual, but it's, it's quite a jaunty melody. And I think the, the, you know, the relationship between the basically quite sad lyric and the jaunty melody it just really makes it an exceptional song.
Chris White and his songwriting was pivotal on, on that album as well. Songs Absolutely. Like I, I was quite surprised because we're going to play Odyssey and Oracle in the States, starting in Dallas on the 30th of September. And so I've been looking at Odyssey and Oracle again in detail, and it took me quite by surprise to realise that actually Chris White wrote more of the songs on that album than Rod Argent did, and I didn't wow. realise that until quite recently. <laughs> but he wrote some absolutely beautiful songs on there. This Will Be Our Year, I think, is an absolute classic. Uh, Friends of Mine is a, is a great song. When we're all in a crowd And you catch your eye And then you both smile I feel so good inside And when I'm with her She talks about you The things that you say The things that you do It feels so good to know two people Something which it ties into that record is you mentioned this will be our year, but the Foo Fighters, you know, the world's biggest band, arguably, covered that song a few years back. That must have been a, a real tribute to you and the group. Absolutely. I'm a big fan of the Foo Fighters, and it's always a thrill when a band that you really respect covers a song that you've been involved in. And I think the Zombies have been quite fortunate in that people like Tom Petty and Santana, and of course, as you mentioned, the Foo Fighters, have covered our songs and of course it helps to present us to younger generations as well so that we find as we travel around the world quite a large proportion of our audience are very very young and probably they've come to know our music through the covers that other huge artists have done.
I guess the uh, the lack of commercial success around that period, immediately after Odyssey and Oracle, meant that you guys split up and, and you went solo and you um, you released some records as uh, Neil MacArthur. Well, I did, you know, but I just to, just to say that it's quite an intriguing thing with regard to the end of the Zombies. I think we perceived ourselves as being unsuccessful, but basically we only really knew about the UK charts and possibly the American charts. There was no internet then. And you've got news about um, chart success in other countries so much later. It's unbelievable to think of this, but often you didn't know till about a year afterwards where you had had success. And it wasn't until the band had finished and we got a chance to just think things through that we realized we had always had a hit record somewhere in the world. So although we hadn't had a hit for some time in the UK and America, we actually were quite a successful chart band if you think in terms of the music industry being a worldwide industry, which of course it is. But anyway, that was probably the main reason why the band finished. I think we all felt we'd done all we could and it was time to move on to fresh projects. And for a long time, I wasn't sure that I was going to get back into the music business because I felt very, very sad and disappointed that the Zombies had finished. But eventually I was approached by a producer called Mike Hurst who just produced the very early Cat Stevens records, and they were absolute classics, um, Matthew and Son, and Gonna Get Me a Gun, and so on. And he asked if I'd be interested in recording, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to get back into it, but we agreed that I would go into the studio in the evenings and just put vocals on some tracks that he'd recorded, and gradually I got more and more interested in that. He suggested... I changed my name. I, I didn't really think about it seriously because I wasn't sure if I was going to get back into the business or not. And I became, for a year, I became Neil MacArthur and had a little bit of chart success and then changed my name back to Colin Blunstone <laughs> and started my solo career properly with my first solo album, One Year. The big hit off that was the um, wonderful track, Say You Don't Mind, and um, the orchestral edge to that. I mean, the... The Denny Lane original is absolutely fantastic, but the what the production that, that you did on that song uh, is phenomenal. When the original Zombies loved Denny Lane's version of Say You Don't Mind, and we did a cover of it in that we used to play it, in, we didn't record it, but we used to play it in concert, and we actually used to close our show with Say You Don't Mind. When I started recording my solo album, I was produced by Rod Argent and Chris White from The Zombies, and we remembered that song. And then thought, wouldn't it be a great twist to do it in a very different way? We were introduced to Chris Gunning, an absolutely brilliant arranger, who suggested that we did it in that, you know, very avant-garde way with a 21-piece string orchestra. And um, I just think it's so original to think of that song being done in that way. I have to be honest and say that I didn't see it as a commercial project at all, and I was incredibly pleasantly surprised that it was released as a single and it was really quite a big hit. I realize 
that I've been in your eyes some kind of fool What I do, what I did, stupid fish, I drank the pool I've been doing some dying Now I'm doing some trying So say don't mind, don't mind You let me off this time To this scene where my dreams were getting bad And who rides with the tide And who's glad with what it had I've been doing some whining Now I'm doing some finding So say don't mind, don't mind You let me off this time I'm blind Something inside Say you don't mind Some better line I've been doing some growing But I'm scared where you going So say you don't mind, you don't mind You let me off this time You let me off this time You retained uh, the certainly on the single front your commercial success with "I Don't Believe in Miracles," and that's interesting because it was written by a member of Argent, Russ Ballard. So the ties between you and Argent seemed quite strong. Well, they were quite strong, and in fact, um, the guys in Argent, so it'd be Russ Ballard, Jim Rodford, Bob Henry, and Rod Argent, they played on about half of my first album, the One Year album and about half of my second album, Ennismore. But after that, it got it got more difficult because Argent became so incredibly successful and they were such a great band. They just they weren't able to commit the time to uh, working on my albums as well. And it's probably a bit inappropriate that a huge hit band like Argent should be working on my album. So I was just very fortunate to work with them on those two albums and to have the songs from Russ Ballard, Rod Argent and Chris White, you know, three 
stunning writers. So I was in a very fortunate position. Not forgetting that, that in your own right, you, you are obviously a, a superb songwriter. And a version of one of your songs that I particularly like is Dusty Springfield's version of Exclusively For Me. I mean, I love it too. It's, it's not a, a well-known track, but I think Dusty Springfield is one of the all-time best female vocalists in the world. I, she's a stunning performer. And to have her record one of my songs was, you know, it was a great thrill. I'm glad you've heard it because I think it's a it's a really brilliant track. I think it's a perfect fit for a voice. I, I, it's amazing how it just wasn't released at the time. No, I don't think it was. It's just on a it's on a box set, isn't it? I think. Mm. Um, I know I've got that box set, and I absolutely love her version of that song. <laughs> This is 
I was privileged to receive the re-release of your um, couple of your albums that you made in the late 70s related to the Rocket label, uh, Planes and Never Even Fought. I particularly like um, the Planes song, which was um, a cover of a kind of lost Elton John song. Yes, I, I was recording with Gus Dudgeon, who, who was a producer for Elton, and um, he told me that there was a demo of that song, Planes, around. So I actually recorded that song as a master before Elton did. I mean, I was just lucky to be in the right place at the right time because I was on Rocket Records, Elton's label, and I was being produced by Gus Dudgeon, who was Elton's producer. I got access to that song, and I I think it's a beautiful song. When I do solo concerts, I play that song. It's a real favourite of mine. Jesse, I'd like to be One of those men up on the screen With an elegant lady and her cafe empire Serving pano and Kahlua with cream You can't see it, I know All the doors have been closed in my face And the drinks at the cafe 
tied to my job with time to kill Do I still bear the traces of old Don Quixote Telling giants on imaginary hills No, Jesse, won't you Look at the plains, tell me that page you had a few collaborations um one with uh, mike bat losing your way in the rain and the other one um which i think is even more well known is old and wise with the alan parsons project you know it's always great to work with real masters of their craft and mike bat's an, an exceptional writer ar- arranger and producer and it was an absolute pleasure to work with him Sometimes I'm wrong, but I'm aching now, and 
Alan Parsons project. I met Alan when he was um, an engineer at Abbey Road and when he got the idea, it's a really interesting idea of the producer being the central point in the project so that he puts a band together, gets guest vocalists in, but the producer is the name of the artist if you like. That's the first time that had ever been done and I was very lucky that Alan Parsons asked me to do five or six vocals on, on different Alan Parsons project albums.
That's fantastic. And um, about 15 years or so ago, you reactivated the, the zombies uh, and played with uh, Rod, and, and you know, which has kind of led to d- today. But I, I think some of the, the songs off of those albums are some of your best work. I mean, there's a song that I particularly love called I Want to Fly. I love that song. I'm always asking Rod to, you know, to put it into the set. And I, I really don't understand his reluctance to do it. But I think it's a very special song. And so well, we certainly agree on that. And, you know, Rod and I got back together again in 1999, originally to play just six concerts. It was never our intention to reform the zombies or even to play very many zombie songs. We were going to play songs from our, from our solo careers. We were really pleasantly surprised to find that there was such an interest in the zombies and people encouraged us to play more zombie tunes and also promoters, even though contractually they weren't supposed to do it, used to bill us as the zombies. And this went on for sort of six or seven years and it it just seemed to be a little bit out of our hands that the interest in the zombies was just gathering all the time. And we talked it through with the other surviving original members, and they gave us our blessing. And we thought, well, okay, we'll call it officially the zombies, as we're already being billed as the zombies, and we were playing so many uh, songs from the zombies catalogue, it it just seemed natural. But it was never our intention to reform the zombies. It's just something that gradually evolved very naturally. Thank you. 
and in this period you've really developed um you know the parallel solo career another song that i'm particularly fond of is uh, for you from the on the air tonight record oh yes that is an absolutely brilliant song uh it's written by christian phillips and he is a phenomenal writer just phenomenal and uh, it's another favourite of mine. I think we've got the same taste in music. <laughs> I think it's a beautiful song. I wish I'd had a little more time to uh, consider my performance on that. I, I hope it's worthy of the song. It's, I, I do feel I would have liked a little bit more time to have worked on that song, but uh, nothing can diminish from the, the beauty of the actual composition. It's, it's stunning. <laughs> Even though we want to know 
take all my chances and right now there's nothing to lose cause I know that all of my love's not enough now all of my love's not enough now all of my love's not enough now for you We've covered a lot of, uh, of tracks today and covered all your career. Are there any other particular songs, um, you know, lesser or well-known in your solo or a group career with the zombies that you're particularly uh, fond of? Actually, you've, you've mentioned quite a few of them. I mean, there are some great songs on this new album. Chasing the Past is a really good track from the new album. Moving On, Edge of the Rainbow, and We Were Young Again. Really lovely songs. From my past, a song that intrigues me is a song called Miles Away, which again I did as a session for a couple of producers rather than it being my own song. But it's such a surprise when we went to the Far East in the Philippines. It had been a huge hit and it took me so much by surprise. I had absolutely no idea it had been a hit. And uh, it is always a thrill when uh, some, you know, an unexpected thing like that happens. It's... Um, it's absolutely brilliant. If I could reach you, you know I would. If I knew the way, the right things to say. If I could touch you I wish I could If I only knew where You know I'd be there Miles away You're so many miles away Leaving my lonely life Another day without you, miles away. You're so many miles away from me, and I can't find you all those miles away. If I could hold time in the palm of my hand I'd not let it through, I'd save it for you If I had one wish at my command I'd want it to be you wishing for me Miles away 
like to end the show with a final track from Still Got That Hunger. Have you got another track that you'd like to play? We've mm. discussed two of the tracks so uh, I'd go for Edge of the Rainbow I think. And what is it about that particular track? Again it's a song that works incredibly well live and I know that Rod wrote the melody with my voice in mind because I've got quite a good range and so it gives me a chance to really go for some top notes and so it's a good fun song for me to sing i really enjoy it and i can uh, i can reach for some of those top notes fantastic colin uh, thank you so much for your time i wish you all the very best we've still got that hunger from what i've heard it just sounds like an absolutely fabulous album and you know such a welcome addition to the zombies in your canon well thank you so much i, I do hope you enjoy it and i feel fairly optimistic that you will you having said the songs that you like from the past I think that this will fit in really well. So happy listening, and, and it's been great talking to you. Absolute pleasure, Colin. Thank you so much. Okay, all the very best. Thank Bye. you, you too. Bye. Sometimes... When you're walking that long, lonely road Feels like nothing Is able to lighten the load From the edge of the rainbow You see the light coming through And sometimes you're feeling just heartache and pain And it seems There's nothing outside except the rain From the edge of the rainbow You see the light coming through Cause into each light I just know there's too much in mind You gotta be strong Keep moving on And know there's something better Waiting there on the line I know You had so much trouble in mind That trouble is in us to climb From the edge of the rainbow 
see the light shining through See the light. 